Red Motivators. Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 264, the final episode of The Bad Motivators. I'm going to say that every week, just FYI. My name, of course, is Eric Strahlers, and with me for the last time until next time are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Good evening, gentlemen. I don't have Cracker Rap today. I just not uh, queued up. Not had a hell of a week. Now, listen, I, I know that like you, we might sound a little more difficult to understand and hear than normal, and that's because we're uh, like practicing our celebration guidelines uh-huh. right now uh, just to mm-hmm. be super safe. And I can't stress this enough. Listen, <laughs> no handshakes yeah. and yeah. no hugging allowed. No. I hope you understand that. But we could still make out, for sure. <laughs> correct. <laughs> that, that is correct. Cruiser will lick your armpit for you. If you know, Cruiser won't be there. You know what that reminds me of? I'm making rules for me not being there. You know what re- that reminds me of, man? <laughs> so I said you'd lick an armpit. It's like the old joke about how <laughs> Baptists are so against uh, premarital sex because it leads mm. to dancing. <laughs> Because you can have sex as long as you're not high fiving or hugging each other. Yeah, Those saying. are the that's rules. So, that's so footloose, dude. <laughs> it is, man. <laughs> it is. We. Are, oh my god, that would be freaking hilarious if somebody organized a huge like the end dance of footloose. Dun, 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 god. Dun, 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 dun. Anyhow, that's some good music, man. I gotta admit that is some good music. That's great. Kevin Bacon just absolutely rules too. It's funny how yeah, people in as, general get confused <laughs> that. Um, He's not the one. He's not Kenny Loggins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people yeah. have, oh, it's Kenny Loggins. No, I'm Kevin Bacon. I was in the movie. Yeah, but you sang the song. No. But he started performing <laughs> it live with his band as a joke, which I thought nice. was pretty classic of him. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. Speaking of Kenny Loggins, man, what a career that guy had Like through most of the 80s and then disappeared out of nowhere. Out of thin air, you know? That's well, You know, his work with Messina, man, that's some great stuff. But uh, mm. So listen, we actually have some Star Wars stuff to talk about, but um, there is something kind of serious I want to talk about first. Not that, you know. And, and here's the deal. And I just want to say, and once again, for somehow, we're talking about the geek dudes right out of the gate. Now, listen, oh, no. the show is terrible, <laughs> but you should also listen to it because it's inexplicably great. Okay, but one of the things I want to mention is on their last episode, Chris Fresh went on this thing about regardless of your political leanings and whatnot, that if you don't have compassion, just general compassion for for your fellow man, there's a chance that you're a crappy human being. And I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. I agree so hard because that (laughs) to me, that's like what a lot of issues boil down to is like and i'm not gonna go super deep on being political but what i want to say is is when you take certain certain uh hot button issues like let's say immigration and whatnot illegal or otherwise you know are drug dealers getting in the country of course they are but are they getting in the country because I, i From a percentage standpoint, I have met a lot of illegal immigrants in my day. 
I'm just telling you, I worked a ton of construction in Texas. There's illegal immigrants in every Mexican restaurant around the Midwest. I'm just telling you. Oh, yeah. uh, and the West. And, yeah. and just in but, general. But look, mm-hmm. as soon as you stop caring about people as individuals and view them as a statistic, we've lost as a yep. as a, a human race, as a society, this yep. isn't a commentary on America and the policies that I may or Brutal. may not agree with. But if you have the ability to help people, what's wrong with helping them? Yeah, I, I just I because man, without each other, people, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. point. In li- I mean, we like to joke around that ah, oh, people are the worst, and they are. But mm-hmm. and you want to have your own personal space. But listen, without people, loneliness is crippling, mm. and it's if you have the ability to help somebody do it. Yes, even if it's just one person. A friend of mine, uh his wife passed away and their her i guess you call it a funeral they they build it more like a celebration of life i mean she she knew she was dying she was dying of cancer it was a long battle she was in hospice at, at the end and died at home mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. her 40th birthday would have been today and to watch her father-in-law who i've known for years said some really good stuff during the thing, during the um, service. But one of the things he said was, take a look around at the people that are here. This is the footprint of a life. And this woman, she was planning her own funeral. And she's like, listen, I don't want no black. Mm. She want bright colors. I people are going to be sad, but I want this to be to for some kind of good to come out of this. I want it to be a celebration of who I was, not not all this. And this isn't about heaven or hell. This isn't about anything. Just go with me on this. One of the things she was like is, look, look, look. We're not going to need anything big. Probably just a small chapel for this. And they're like, no, I don't think you understand the end. The influence you've had on people. And that's everybody, man. You, you have this sphere of influence that you're unaware of. And it's up to you to earn the respect of that influence. It's be just be kind to people. It's it's yeah. it's usually free. It's it might be annoying sometimes, but anyway, that's all I got. I'm or sorry. inconvenient. Yeah, well, I'll put it. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'll put it in these terms. Whenever you do something good for somebody, you always feel good. You never feel like shit when you do something charitable. Yeah. At least I don't. I don't know if I, I'm yeah, sure there's people. Uh, I, I I I agree that you get you get your 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 uh, chemical boost in your brain when you help somebody out. I get that. I I um I also feel like it would be nice if we could all just do it just because it's nice. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying that. I'm just no. Saying I'm just. Say, I was yeah, just making a comment. Once you and all, once you do yeah. that. And also, I want to say when it comes to respecting your fellow man and uh, cherishing people, if you would t- if when the next time you go to respond to somebody's twitter 
uh, tweet or something or Facebook thing. If you wouldn't say that person that say that to that person in person, like maybe reconsider what you're saying because you they have no context to go off of if you're joking and it's it could be way more harmful than you think it is. So I know we still have this mantra in our brain and I agree with it most of the time that like Twitter doesn't feel real, but it actually is because there's yeah. a lot of people who over the last two or three years, all their interactions have been basically on that. So if you are going to type something that's horrible may, to somebody that you may or may not know, maybe reconsider it, especially if you wouldn't have the guts to say it to them in person. Because it, it says a lot about you if you were willing, willing to hide behind something and say something horrible. So if that goes... And when when you could just not respond or say something positive to spin off of a negative aspect. So there you go. Well, I didn't intend for that to get that heavy, but you know what? There it is. There it is. Um oh for Pete's sake, what a ripoff article this is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so sorry. This is a complete turnaround, but I had seen this and I was sitting on it because I was going to mention it. There's this news article. God, what a complete turn this is. Teen found his dad's unreleased song from the 70s and it's going viral. I'm like, that's cool. How cool would it be to find out that your parent was like, had recorded a song? No, no, no. Listen. This kid's dad was the drummer for Boston. <laughs> I was just gonna say I saw that same article. This I'm like, is, that's Wait not a that's not the same thing. You know, <laughs> unreleased song from the several super popular release songs is not the same as Joe Blow down the street. You know, his finding his dad yeah. Joe Blow Senior's uh, yeah garage. It's not more demo. than a feeling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Thank you. God, what a letdown. Because I'm like, this is going to be cool. But you know what's going to be even more cool for sure, though? And this track has been released, and it's super hot. Thanks to Robbo for it. We're going to pull this off right here. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the deal. He almost never goes first, except to say, look, I'm just going to get out of the way. I got nothing. Cruiser's going to go first today because he says he's got some stuff. Now, Luke Cruiser, take it away. Yes, sir. Uh, once again, I, I will start off and say none of this is Star Wars stuff, so live with that. Never um, mind. But- I'm muting you now. Let's move on. <laughs> Just kidding, because if it, if we didn't have non-Star Star Wars stuff to talk about, we would already be going, sweet man. Well, hey. <laughs> uh, I, um, I didn't mention it last week, and I think maybe it's from like the trauma of all these years of Eric saying, if you don't have it yet, you better not fricking talk about it. But it, <laughs> <laughs> all the trauma of Eric explaining the most basic rules yes, of the very yes, title of the segment called who got very what. traumatic. I, I often weep about it at night, but it's kind of like, uh, let me l- listen. Here's an analogy I've not made. It's not your birthday until it's your birthday. Okay. Listen, there's no such thing as your birthday month. There's no, your birthday's on your birthday. It's the name of the thing, birthday. Who it was, got what? It's all I thought the it was same. who ordered what. 
The only time it's funny or okay to talk about who got or who ordered what is when the process itself is beleaguered or hilarious. Agreed. No, No, honestly, for some reason, I just didn't talk about it last week, but um, I went to two concerts last weekend, which I got to tell you, made me really feel that I am aging. Uh, (laughs) I went to a Tool concert, which if you've ever been to a Tool concert, it is one, quite the experience, two, the loudest show you will ever go to. Hmm. Holy Lord. Um, but like it's but so loud, but it's so well engineered that you don't realize necessarily how loud it is until like they hit one of these really random high notes in your ear nearly your ear nearly splits in half. Um, but talk about a rocking fucking show. Um, but there's a story that goes along with this because as you know, our buddy Hall's Burkhart, massive tool fan, right? And massive and, tool, you mean? <laughs> wow, wow. Whoa. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize when we were still throwing shots at Hans Burkhardt. His today. imitation yeah, of me is pretty good. I'm just yeah. gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, all I, all I could do is go. Well, well hey, man. Um, so, so uh, Haas, Haas and I are, are big fans of the Tool posters. And I'm going. I'm going to say right now, I did not get one. I, mean, I don't want to lead up that I got one because they they are they're like they're super highly collectible. And they make very limited numbers of them for massive stadium events, which really pisses me off. Like they printed like 780 of these really cool posters for a venue that had 17,000 people in it. So anyways, uh, anyways, so we got there an hour and a half early just for this reason. And I get in there and like when and where we are, where we're situated in these lines, I'm like, all right, good. I'm definitely going to get one. Well, the problem is when I got, when I got closer to um, time for the show, the security guards dissolved said lines and told everybody to push to the doors. So there was this massive push of all these people, and I got fucked out of getting a poster about two rows back. And and uh, it was very sad. And then Hawes Burkhardt, to his credit, tried his best in these tool uh, uh, poster Facebook groups, tried his best to get me one for a reasonable price. And the guy quit responding to him. So thank you, Haas. I really appreciate it. But though, but 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 that poster at the concert, eighty-five dollars. That poster right now on on eBay, eight hundred dollars. Dang. So, yeah. So woof. Um, I did get I, I did I did get a cool T-shirt though. Whoopity doo. Um, and then on uh, so then on Saturday though, uh, we took it was just like a kind of a break between them. Uh, I um. I finally got a bass amp. I've been been I've been like circling around it forever, which one I wanted to get. And I happened to go to my local shop, and they just got this Fender Rumble in, and I played it, and it's basically new, and um, it sound it was really loud. And Eric, I gotta tell you, this is this thing's a twenty five watt amp, uh-huh. and it's loud, <laughs> like hmm. like loud loud. <laughs> um, so, and I understand it's more than just being loud, right? Like it's, it's, if you have a, if you have a higher wattage amp, I'm assuming it controls the overall tone better uh, at, at lower levels as well. That, eh, that honestly, man, that's like a tricky one. Yeah. Okay. Because it's where like for certain types of amps, especially there's the magic of when you're using up the headroom of it. 
meaning that like in a tube amp, a lot of mm-hmm. times people say that a tube amp, it, it, you're going to get the best sound when it is literally getting close to its maximum capacity. Uh-huh. And doing that with a freaking 100 watt <laughs> half stack amp head is not particularly practical for most sane humans. So <laughs> yeah. there is an element of, yeah, going lower. Because there, there's a real popular uh, like wattage for guitar amps that you're going to be surprised when I tell you what it is. But it's 18 watts. 18 watts. 18 hmm. and then, watts. And then micing it up, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Yeah. You yeah. Just about always you're going to have to mic up an amp to, to, yeah. at a venue you're at, especially if it... Well, even small venues you do. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. That so, makes sense. So do go on. I... I, uh, what are, I want to ask you a question. I, I'm sure you guys all seen them. The, the, at concerts, they have those, those um, set of speakers that there's a whole bunch of them and they go, they go on, they're all on this like curved... This like curved rack, like a whole bunch of them going down. Uh huh. You don't mm-hmm. talk. You know, is, is that does that have a does that have a, is that like is like this called concert speakers or something? Is that a certain? Well, it's called a line array. A line array, and it looks like a spine kind of yeah. hanging. Yeah. yeah. And so what that is, it's just, it's a bunch of speakers, and most speakers are shaped um like as if anybody can see my hands. But imagine a triangle, <laughs> right? A really yeah. s- shallow edged or triangle, but the the point is cut off long before you'd ever get to the point. It's yeah, just shaped yeah. like a slight wedge. And so when you hook them all together, they form, they start to form an arc because there's there to be a, a natural radius to them. And they do that in a line array so that it covers the entire area that it points at from up high in the rafters to down at the seats. And, you yeah. know, you'll see that in a lot of bigger venues. That's called a line array. And I have one more, and I have one more tour related question for like these for like for like these massive tours, right? For like mm-hmm. tool, massive band. They have a very specific like um setup for their show. Like mm-hmm. they have this really big like curtain that drapes over the front of their um of front of their stage and it's see-through. Mm-hmm. And it's meant it's meant to like hold it's it's meant, it's, it's like a projection, a projection curtain, but you can see through it. It's called a it's, scrim. It, Scrim. Okay. What I wanted to ask, though, because all their stuff is very specific, mm-hmm. do they bring most of that with them? Yeah. That's a good question. Every day. A lot of people don't realize it. And so, like, I know this because of the Trans Siberian Orchestra. They have yeah. probably the biggest stage set up. Like, yeah. Kiss actually was borrowing things from them, if that tells you anything. And then they started <laughs> wow. borrowing things from Kiss. Okay. The hydraulic lifts and all that. So, what uh-huh. most venues have, that big stage you see, was brought in by the production. Yeah. What they're yeah. off what the venue offers you is this huge open floor space. And there will be a rider a lot of times like we need cuz a piece of stage deck is 4 foot by 8 foot. That's like standard. Mm-hmm. And they'll hook them all together and C clamp them together at the edges and all this stuff. But most of the time bands will bring that cuz they have a specific layout of their mm-hmm. stage where unlike like places I play, you know, performing arts centers, stuff like that, it's just you get what you get and you don't throw a yeah. fit. Yeah. But, so like so, so they, like so like even the lighting rigs. Yes. And like, so yeah. So they carry all that in, and they have the venue has trussing that you can hang stuff from, and so mm-hmm. they use a bunch of um, motorized pulley come alongs, mm-hmm. and you know with huge chains on them, and they they bring this stuff in and they set it up on the floor, and depending on what it looks like, a lot of times your lighting rig is a big huge circle. 
in yeah. the air or in or like concentric circles. They get that set up on the floor. The guys with the hard hats get up to the ceiling and they crane <laughs> them up to the ceiling and chain them up there. And, you know, they have all these safety redundancy chains built in and stuff. And they haul all that crap in. And then they play and they tear it all back down. Every night. Now, here's wow. something interesting. Is even the huge tours that travel with lots of people, they still rely heavily on the local labor unions, the stagehand union. They have a union. Yeah. And they'll bring those people in to unload trucks, run buttloads of cable under the supervision of one of the people on the tour, and all this stuff. And it takes a village to make <laughs> a big show happen. Well, so so it's like even like their their speaker arrays too, like mm-hmm. that whole deal. Yep. Because because see that makes sense because they had an opener, right? Uh huh. And and two things. One, Tool has a massive sound engineer area where there's like probably like twenty people behind computers and monitors, and and, and that's at the back of the venue, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. something interesting. It's at the back of the venue. Would you agree? You yeah. know what that space is called? Front what? of house. <laughs> It's in the really? back. But if you yeah. ever see FOH, that stands for front of house. And that's where your sound guy and your light guy and all yeah. that is front huh. of house. Well, first time I, I ever saw that set up was at a Rush concert. Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason why the reason why I ask is they had they had, they have very specific things that that but but also about but about the speakers. Why I wanted there was the speakers because the sound difference between the opener compared to tool uh-huh. is well, one, it's it, they obviously they're gonna have a bigger controller group, but like it, it didn't, it did not sound like they were using those big gigantic speaker arrays. They probably were, but for were. whatever reason, there's like this whole thing where the opening acts. Here's what you get, yeah, and now then we're gonna do this because we need yeah. to sound better than you. I yeah. mean, seriously, <laughs> that's literally what they do, and yeah. also they'll do it because like we can't, we have to rely on these speakers working. So yeah. we're only going to push them to capacity when it's our turn. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And a lot I mean, of they times. They pay for them. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's all part of the tour. And most of the time, man, those, that's all, all that crap's rental. Well, I think for most openers, you, you would assume that they felt like happy to be there. Like, oh, you're yeah, the tool. You know what I mean? No. Like this, this band open for tool. I had no idea who they were. And oh. I mean, they, they, they did okay, but they, they but, but, that, but the tool does that all the time. They, they, like deliberately bring in small acts to open for them instead of like a they they don't co-headline usually. Right. Um but um so anyways, so thank you for explaining that, Eric. I I, I had I had a suspicion that that was all their stuff. I thought I thought mm-hmm. maybe I thought maybe the venue had the speakers, maybe, nope. but 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 so so the next so then I got I got the amp and then on Sunday night, uh we went and saw Coheen Cambria again. Uh both times in Kentucky. Uh, it, one was in Louisville, and the other one was in Newport, Kentucky, which is a was a much smaller venues, like twenty seven hundred people, and and I didn't realize how much of an impact standing standing room open only would have had on me because we we got to because um, we, we we got like VIP like there's like three different tiers we got like the second tier which we got to see their acoustic set when they open and we got to get like early access to the merch and whatever else, but the, the top tier got to meet Coheed Cambria, um, which we, we've already done that before. Um, but it was a fairly tame crowd, which was nice. They're not For the first time I've ever been to one of their shows, there was not one crowd surfer. And I don't hmm. know if that's because, because, because this venue was perfect for crowd surfing. I don't know if there was something that they announced that I didn't hear. Like, don't you fucking crowd surfer. You're out of here. We're not doing that shit. But nobody did it. And um, 
but but like but like but but the slight like grade down that all all those places have to have just so they can people can see behind you. Mm-hmm. It just after a while, it just destroys your legs. Like you're just standing there. Like we had, we were standing like five hours, like overall, uh-huh. and it was. And I and I'm like I never thought that I would say I was old at 35, but here I am. And my wife was like, same, it's big same right now. And she's like, she's like, I, she's like, I think for now on, we're only doing seats. I'm like, yes, please. So, uh, <laughs> dude, isn't that weird? So, like, when you go see the Trans Siberian Orchestra, it's seats only. They yeah. want you to sit down. And the reason yeah. for that is, is the nature of their show. There's a narrator. Mm-hmm. They need you yeah. to shut the hell up when the narrator's yeah. talking and all that. And it keeps yeah. the, it's more conducive to the style of music. Every now and then, they'll kind of rally people to stand up, but. But yeah, they want you to sit down. But that sloped floor that you're talking about, yeah, boy, this is like everybody's learning all about production now. <laughs> Have you ever heard the term "upstage someone"? Yeah. Do you yes. know where that comes from? I thought to to be do better than somebody. Well, it's it, yeah. that is what it's taken to mean. But where it comes from is is like during Shakespeare's time, and so on. The stage, a stage, was slanted. Low in the front, high in the back, yeah. because they hadn't really developed the ability to have like stadium style seating. So yeah. you had to have uh-huh. the stuff that's in the back of the stage raised up higher than the front of the stage, right? And so mm-hmm. it's on this gradual slope, which probably in and of itself was obnoxious yeah. to deal with. But when you upstage someone, it literally so downstage is the front of mm-hmm. the stage, and upstage mm-hmm. is the back of the stage, and that's still in use today, upstage wow. and downstage. And then you have hmm. stage right and stage left, which means the opposite of what it looks like from the seats. Stage yeah. right is what the crowd sees as the left and so on. Yeah, because that makes the sense. stage literally means from the reference of the stage. Yeah. But to upstage someone means to walk in front of them to where they're upstage from you now. When they're supposed oh. to be the focal point, you don't get in front of them and have them be upstage from you. <laughs> and wow. now you know. Okay. And yeah, and I gotta tell you, you a, know. A, a lot of places are a lot better at making that uh, grade more uh, minimal, like you know, uh-huh. like more not as like drastic. Right. There's a there's a place in Indianapolis called the Emerson, and that grade is steep, my guy. And when I went when I I went there when I was 18, and we went we went and saw a Trey U. Right. I'm sure you remember a Trey. Oh U. They're yeah. A hard, they're a hard rock and like. 80s like inspired screamer band right right and um the and like like even the lead singer he plays a flying v he'll have the bandana around his head like all kinds of shit just going wearing makeup just doing it up you gotta love it but um when, 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 when we saw him was it was before they got kind of big and there so there was so the venue was like about half full so people were running from the very back of this this place which is up a hill and that grade uh-huh. is way steeper than most places and just slamming mm. in the back of the people who were standing oh there God. having a good time so many fights i saw that night so much blood was spilled <laughs> <It was laughs> and speaking of blood gets spilled at that Cohen and cambry concert i don't know what happened but somebody fucked with the security guard at the wrong time because that fucker came over that rail and was in this dude's face and like grab him by his shirt. He's like, you fucking did it. You know you fucking did it. I'm like, oh my God. And then later he must have thought I was that guy. Cause like, cause I he must have lost him or something. Cause he like called me over to him. He's like, hey, I was like, what's up? He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, you see what happened with that fighter alert? You see where that guy went? I'm like, which fight? And I think I, I think they kind of like threw him off. It's like, oh well, that, that. I'm like, I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the guy you were in a fight with over there. He's like, yeah, I'm like, 
That's like way the fuck over there. We're cramped in like sardines. He's like, exactly you know where that guy went. Why'd you ask me? <laughs> I'm, so I'm so I only guess is he thought I, I was him. That's what I, that's what I could think of. Cause he got, cause he kept blocking eyes with me. I'm like, I'm, what's up, man? But um, we, we had a good time. And then today we had another day. My wife and I just by ourselves and uh, without the kids, which are school. We just had like a recovery day. And that's probably, that's probably the best time I had because we got to sleep. It was sleeping was excellent. So, yeah, I had a good time for who got what is what I had. Well, good on you, man. Yeah, yeah man. What about you, Woodrow? Uh, for me, it's who sold what. Mm. <laughs> What'd you sell, buddy? <laughs> I did that Mercari site. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I had posted like two weeks ago a couple black series, like just kind of seeing what I could get for them. And they're the older ones, you know, like the orange line, blue line, mm-hmm. some of my lesser ones, uh, except for Boba Fett. I did sell that Boba Fett and I got 95 for him, which was shocking to me. The like orange line be- Boba Fett. Yeah. I was just being kind of cheeky. There were some people selling them for like asking 110. I shouldn't say selling, asking 110, asking 125. I thought my box isn't in great condition. Like I'll just put it up for ninety five, and like got no messages or nothing. And then like this dude just out of nowhere is like, "I'll take it. I need one of those. I've wanted one of those for two years." Like you know, as you're doing like messaging thing. Mm-hmm. And so I did the service where the person comes and picks it up because they were local. And so like once the guy gets the item in his hand, the money goes into your your PayPal or Venmo, whichever you prefer. Mm. And so it's kind of a cool process. So anybody out there like want to sell some shit, I kind of recommend Mercari. I ended up selling like a couple lesser ones. Like I have the Han and Luke with their helmets off, you know, in their stormtrooper gear. I got 40 for each of those. Well, 35 for one and 40 for the other. So and it was just kind of a condition thing. Wait, are but, they uh, older ones? Yeah, they're old blue line. Yeah. I don't feel like those were cheap orange line or something like that i got one of them when i was uh, with you guys in in all for, for some reason i thought those were higher value maybe i'm wrong Mm-mm. they weren't going for much on that site i just went with kind of like what they were asking oh i forgot to tell you guys they play uh kohi played a, an acoustic song right before before the opener came on and it wasn't one of their songs it was a song by kiss and it was love gun and they played it like the most coheed way, but acoustic. And it was kind of fucking awesome. <laughs> hmm. That was a good track anyway. Dude, yeah. we used to play Love Gun, and I, I don't know whatever happened to it. We played Love Gun and went right into Call Me by Blondie. And then right into Call Me, and it was so rad. But I love Love Gun because we had this big vocal stack on love love gun and i think my part was love love that, no that'd be a major third b minor love love <laughs> anyway dude that was with the days that's cool that's a cool pick especially yeah. acoustic yeah sorry dallas i mean to run you over i just I, for some reason i just thought of that as soon as you said something i don't know why but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah that's what i did and you know everything else i got was like house related and like we got finally our stucco painted yeah. and our neighbors, our cross the street neighbors moved into their house like about three weeks ago. And I, I guess our stucco guy, like they came over to talk to him and our, and we're hearing this from our stucco guy. And he's like, 
yeah, your neighbors came over to ask like what color the house was going to be. And so I told them it's going to look just like a pool. It's going to be pool color. <laughs> like to mess with them. Yeah. And and it was like purple trim. He said something like purple trim or something. Like just to mess with them. And I guess they thought he was being serious. Because yeah. my wife was over there and they came over and they're like, like when the color was done, they're like, oh, we're so relieved we heard about some purple trim and we'd have to be looking at that. Here's the irony. They painted their front door plum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's and okay. It's, it's okay. It doesn't to, match the house, by the way. I know, but it's usually okay to like do some kind of color with a door. But as long as you're not doing it through your entire house, you know what I mean? That's well, we did a color. It's It's a kind of a light blue green. It's very subtle. Yeah. But everybody in our neighborhood has a white house with black trim with black shingles. Yeah. Are are you in or, your house now? Huh? Are you in that house or in your parents' house? No, I'm at my parents' house right okay. now. Like yeah. I we moved we're shut down the office, so I'm recording from my parents' house, which I'm actually saying, the internet's the, the color way looks kind of like what you were saying through, through the light of your camera. So that's why I was Oh, oh no, this is not the inside. This is the outside of the house. Okay. Okay. The inside is gray walls and white walls. We're gonna, yeah, I mean, we're gonna not. We didn't decide. We decided to paint them ourselves. We, we just had one room painted because it's like twenty five feet high, and my wife's like, <sighs> "I'm five foot tall. I ain't painting that shit. <laughs> I'm not climbing a ladder with an extender rod. No way." Oh, well, like yeah. I think you'd have to be on a scaffolding with an extender rod. <laughs> Dude, painting is the worst part about owning a house. I don't know what paint, it is. I hate it's just, painting. It's just, it does it's just, suck. It, it just sucks. I mean, I mean that and that and filling a whole bunch of holes. <laughs> that's that's. Oh that's, well, know. I'm experiencing that on the mantle I'm building with all the yeah. nail holes and filling it with putty. <laughs> I was doing that all day today. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah, it's coming along. We're waiting for rock. We're waiting. We've been waiting for like three cabinets for like a month. They sent us all but three, <laughs> and then this week they're like, they're in Salt Lake. Like, great. Can we just go drive to wherever they're at instead of waiting for somebody to deliver them? We need to get this shit done. <laughs> we want to move in. <laughs> it's like we're waiting for the cabinets to be installed, countertops to be put in, the rock to be put on the outside, and like finishing plumbing stuff, you know, and put our appliances in. But like, it's, it sounds like a lot, but it really isn't when you're considering the construction of a house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are just like finishing touches. It's a couple weeks worth of stuff during a normal, economy normal you know we're having all this weirdness with logistics and lack of employees you know everything's affected this build yeah. i'm just so ready to move in i'm just over not living there yeah especially when it's a 10 mile walk away from this house not 10 mile 10 minutes sorry 10 minute walk my like, 10 mile walk is walking 10 miles <laughs> no no 10 minute walk sorry in this economy no <laughs> yeah in this economy <laughs> so yeah i mean it's coming along good um, just like I said, just the little game. things, just the waiting gang on little things that are just out of our control. And I have a feeling the cr- concrete for the driveway is going to be delayed. Mm. Also was supposed to have garage doors about two weeks ago and still don't. I don't know what's going on with that. And we waited already 15 weeks. Now it's like 17 weeks. What's the grass situation like where you live, Dallas? Do you guys have mowing, mowable lawns? Oh, yeah. That's actually kind of a problem here because people love their lawns. And la- when we had the drought last year, like they weren't having it when they were telling them not to water. Because you remember like in the 70s, like California had such a drought. They just told everybody, let, don't fill your pool. Keep Let your lawn die. And they do that on occasion. Here, people are like, 
what you can't tell me to what to do <laughs> you know like and you're like wait a second guys if we don't conserve we won't have anything to drink <laughs> yeah yeah well i'd rather have a good lawn than drinking water <laughs> well because what i was going to say is what you should have told your neighbors is that you were painting your house sky colored that way they wouldn't know when to stop mowing and they would you would trick them into mowing your yard <laughs> actually it's kind of, if it didn't have the it in certain light it does look like sky color but in certain light you can see the green too so it's it's kind of a cool color so but what, anyway what about you eric you get anything yeah what'd you get um you know what no i didn't get anything but uh that's okay i'll tell you what i did get um a view of if you will is like general human goodness and you start to think that maybe that's not a thing it's easy to look around and think that but to watch people being kind to each other uh and i mean it's just little things but like as an here's something crazy man today my son stayed home from school sick which i should be putting air quotes around it but there's no point because the people listening to this can't see me he he's like getting over a cold and he didn't want to go to school and he's a kid who doesn't he likes school right mm. Mm. so i'm like well if he really feels that strongly about it i just stay home with him by 10:30 he feels fine but i'm starting to feel sick as a matter of fact i almost told you guys i couldn't record tonight but thank god i'm feeling better i slept from like 11:30 until 5:30 wow because i had this headache it was making my stomach feel sick and all this stuff and like how good my son was and how kind he was about it. And like my wife has been especially super cool lately. We've been, you know, everybody has their struggles and it's just really been something, man. It really has. And, uh, it's, it's nice because in the face of like, I've basically checked out on social media because of the discourse. It's, I'm not saying there shouldn't be any, I guess, but I just, I'm I'm at very much like the serenity prayer thing. Mm-hmm. If I can't mm-hmm. if I can't change it, I can't afford the emotional currency right now to spend an inordinate amount of time on it. Mm-hmm. If there's literally nothing I can do, then I need to not use up my emotional energy letting it control me. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I've sort of had to take away from a step back from stuff like that. And I don't know. It just to see to see like the nature of people and like my family and the, the kindness. It's really been something. And I know that's a very vague and uh, intangible thing, but it quite honestly is better than anything I've could have gotten. Except maybe a six inch Black Series Rancor. But <laughs> we all know that's not happening. <laughs> But, um, so what is, are there any like upcoming collectibles to be looking forward to toys or otherwise? I haven't really seen a whole lot because like one of the last things that came out that I saw was the, the Jabba's palace with Bib Fortuna sitting at it. There was like 200 bills. Ah. No, thanks, man. Ah. No, there's but, there's 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 no chance in how I'm ever buying anything that features Bib Fortuna for more than three dollars. So I mean, no. <laughs> but is there is there any other stuff, cool stuff announced that's coming out? Which is I've not seen it. Um, and I you know I follow Yak Face, and he's usually you know money on that kind of stuff. So I, I would assume no. Um, 
Um, and I was kind of surprising because I feel like they should be getting close to announcing what's going to be at Celebration. Because right. I feel because I feel like I feel like I remember seeing the the Spider Mall like three or four months before we went to Celebration. Like they were giving us like this big like yeah rundown of a bunch of stuff going to be out there. Spider Mall, Spider Mall does whatever yeah. a Spider Mall does. <laughs> yeah, eat some bodies and some stuff. <laughs> Sorry, um, the uh, Spider Mall was fucked up. Um, <laughs> spread some out. lies. Here comes Spider Mall. Makes his foes want to cries, <laughs> cries. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so no, I've not seen anything big. Um. I do keep getting, <laughs> I do keep getting notifications from uh, uh, Dorkside. I believe maybe Entertainment Earth about mm-hmm. my uh, George Lucas Stormtrooper. Yeah. Same. Oh yeah. <laughs> because because when I purchased it. Or when I pre-ordered it, it was with the credit card that I had. But the, but then but that but then that credit card expired, and I got a new one, and I've not updated it in their system. Like, just saying, um, you haven't you haven't changed your 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 credit card information. So you may not get this. I'm like, I never thought I was going to get it. To be honest with you, so I'm not really <laughs> uh, too worried about making sure I get it. And another thing that Boba Fett. Um, droids packaging remember that one that came out it had that it had like that, that like the cartoon from the, the, the oh yeah yeah it yeah his, it had his holiday special um uh color palette that light blue and stuff i ordered that i forget when it was but the very first day it came out and i had not seen any update about it i actually forgotten who i had purchased it from and i probably remembered it was target I went there and I looked at online, making make sure I didn't miss like a notification, like "Hey, you can come pick this up" or whatever or something. I remember, I didn't remember if I had it shipped or picked up or what. But it's still not, it's still not going anywhere yet. And I've seen people have them, so I'm kind of curious as to where the hell mine is. So, what's up, Tarjay? Um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I do. I mean, I've not seen anything cool coming at all, and um. With the with the stuff they did, they just announced about celebration. I would imagine they're going to need to give the nerds something to be excited about pretty quick uh, to keep yeah. them hyped hyped up for celebration. Oh. So, well, did you see that awful poster? Yeah, I, oh, I, the poster. What you mean? You mean with, with, with the double uh, chicken walkers and stuff? It just didn't look great. Didn't I don't it? think it was horrible. I think it's a decent badge art. I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know. And then Chris Hall hates it. I'll tell yeah, you that. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about real quick about celebration. So honestly, I was on some forum and people were questioning whether or not celebration was actually even still happening. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's happening. And <laughs> sure enough, here's the confirmation. So we an email goes out to celebration pass holders and whoever else, I guess, announcing that the celebration store is back, baby. And you're going to get early access. Thank God, because it's going to be chock full of stuff you don't want. (laughs) But also, (laughs) interestingly enough, a limited quantity of tickets are going back on sale. Yeah. Now, I realize the event sold out immediately after, you know, they went up for sale. Like but really fast. Do you like three think, years ago? Do you think <laughs> is this the the tickets that were left from people asking for refunds instead of the carryover? 
do you think that they've added capacity to the venue? Like, I, mm, I doubt they added capacity, but there's usually like a there's usually like a, a resell thing that happens where like you can people who can't go can can go through a service. But the fact that they're saying that they have more tickets tells you it's because they were refunded, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I I wish now in hindsight that I, I had done that. And I've said several times I wish I did. But now I have people who want to buy my buy my pass, so like it, that's that's okay too. Um, but yeah, I imagine that's what it is. It, it, I they 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 would they wouldn't add more tickets to it, especially especially now. Yeah, well, because that leads us into the next thing. In the email, it, there's a health and safety update, and it says the FDA or WHO approved. Uh, by the way, World Health Organization approved or authorized vaccine for all attendees yeah. aged five and sorry, up. Sorry. I was, I was, as soon as I said the who, I just imagined the big opening line of yeah. that song. Yeah! <laughs> I won't get fooled again. Uh, so I guess what I'm curious about is, does that mean there's going to be proof of vaccination required? Because yes. they never say that. But listen, it says... The it's the vaccine has been approved or authorized for all attendees. Okay, yep, that's that makes sense. Uh, you have to have Ages an FDA or who approved authorized vaccine for all attendees age five and up. Okay, I at first I thought that was just an informational thing that mm-hmm. they have approved a vaccine, but no. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're and, over um, five, you have to have proof of vaccination. Yes. For attendees under the age of five, proof of a negative test with a timestamp showing it was performed no more than one day before admission, the antigen test, or two days before for a PCR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with them. And you have to to, to, to wear a mask, too, the whole time you're inside. Oh, yeah. They said approved face covering. So, hang on. Can I jump to that real quick? Go ahead. The approved face covering. I went to go check that out. Oh, yeah. I'm curious. And here's the deal. Wear an approved face covering. At this time, everyone must wear an approved face covering at all times while inside the venue and while attending Star Wars Celebration. For more details on approved face coverings, please click here. Click. All face coverings must, at minimum, fit properly and snugly, fully covering your nose and mouth and secure under your chin. Not permitted. Face coverings with exhalation valves. Face coverings, including bandanas that are unable to be secured under your chin. Neck gaiters. Mesh materials. Face coverings which contain holes or are significantly damaged. Costume masks. And then the final two, which aren't about face masks, but are on the face face masks page the number of this the name of this page is face covering guidelines.html no hugging and no handshakes is that what it says yes on it specifically says that face covering guidelines everyone attending a read exhibitions event is required to wear a face covering while in attendance and then all this other stuff so here's something interesting if you really want to push it not here's what it says are you ready not permitted no hugging. That means 
that you have to hug people. That's what yeah. that means. <laughs> because it says yeah. no hugging is not permitted. Yeah. <laughs> and also not permitted, no handshakes. So I guess everyone's handshakes. I'm just trying to obey what it says. And anybody who's ever taken any sort of DC logic and switching circuits class or just any logic class in general knows that uh, and a knot and a knot is the same as two, you know, minus times minus is, yeah. is plus. So yeah, <laughs> not permitted, no hugging means hugging required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just, people just run around, please, please hug me or they're going to kick me out. They're going to kick me out. I didn't get my hug card punched today. <laughs> please hug People me. are going to be selling fake hu- counterfeit hug cards. Uh, I um I I'm not I, I'm not against them having these mandates and whatever else. I don't think that's wrong. The problem is is that it's it's not as black and white as as we'd like it to be. Especially if if you're if you if you bring your kids who are under five who have had COVID. Uh, like you know, Eric and I both know we both had our our we are well. Mine was under five. Yours wasn't, but but can't get her vaccinated. And the doctors told you. They told us too. It could be several weeks to months that they're still testing positive for COVID um, after they've already gotten over it. So like I have a buddy who has a, who has a, who has a, a under five-year-old who was planning on going to celebration. And now he's desperately trying to get a refund because he knows there's a good chance that he's going to get screwed like two days before, before the thing. And he's screwed up all that money he spent on it. And like there's and, and, and every time with these things, it's, it's, it's a massive, like, you're either for or against bullshit thing, and they are, and they they just they just shit on the other they on the other side constantly. But then there's just people in the middle who want to abide by the rules, but then they'll get turned away because their kid had COVID two months ago. You know what I mean? And I think that's, I think I think they there has to be some way that they can say, hey, they had it. But it was this time, you know what I mean. There has to be some kind of established rule to that. But I, 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 I gotta tell you, I'm the rest of the country is going to no mask, right? And yep. it's and it's completely up to read pop and whatever else what they want to do. And I'm and it's 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 their their rules. But um, it's uh, I'm glad that I'm I'm not going partially because of this now like i'm not saying i didn't i wouldn't put it against the wearing a mask or whatever but just i'm 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 a little scared of what it's going to be like for you guys getting in there every day now because you have to like have your mask you got to have your ids you got to have your your covid vaccination card it may take even if it takes 20 to 30 seconds per person to go to just show that stuff go through the metal detectors go through all that stuff even 20 seconds that's 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 a long time added to the total time to get into that place. So maybe maybe R- Rashad said maybe you, you should go later in the day. So if that's you, what if, I'm gonna do. Yeah, if if you're not if you're not afraid of missing out on any any uh, panels or something, you know, maybe just go in about you know eleven instead of you know eight in the morning when they open. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not I don't I'm not an anti any of that stuff. You guys know I'm fully vaccinated. I wear my mask all the time. All that other shit. My kids wear masks all the time, and my kids are getting their second vaccine tomorrow. But like, it's just it's just it's just weird that I went to a venue with seventeen thousand people in the same room and not one mention of a mask. 
was a was a requirement after all this all this mandates were lifted and stuff. Whether or not that's right or not is not the question. It's just that like o- overall, people have been like, "Well, it's we're done with this now," and and, then, oh, yeah. and now and now now repops like, "Well." <laughs> Actually, so, well, one of the <laughs> well, things hey, well, that it, it does mention is it says for now. For now. Let yeah. me go back to it. Uh, oh, okay. That, yeah. So, um, let's, where'd it go? Dang it. I well, back it. to oh. what Luke was talking about real quick. Oh, you got it. Okay. Um, nope. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I need to find it again. Getting in. I mean, the last three months I've been going to jazz games and they've required a vaccine card and a face ma- uh, covering. And I know it's only 19,000 people in this arena. You know what I mean? It sells out every time. So there's lots of people. But we've only ever waited an extra three or four minutes than we normally would just because they put the person outside of the line. Like, So what they've done, and I think it's really smart, is they have three or four lines of people checking your vaccine cards yeah. or a picture of it, you know check in to see that you have it right with your ID. Then you go into this like, you know, cattle herd thing up into security. And it's, it's just that extra, like extra line for the one extra process. You know what I mean? Which is check. So it doesn't take that much longer. And if they, it's read pop, read pop sucks in my opinion at stuff like this. So, so, so like, you know, we all remember logical, Orlando, right? We all remember what, uh, uh, what, what that uh, what, what that amazing clusterfuck was when they first opened the doors, uh, and then and then they just gave up on all of their their practices. Well, here you go to fucking here's 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 another door. Here's another door. Just go in. Remember, security was just like, uh, okay, we're not <laughs> ready. Like, we're not ready for this at all. Like so, laps. <laughs> yeah. the, the whole thing was a cluster. So, Chicago I mean, was better. If I'm honest, yeah. Than, so, I mean, if they. If you didn't have this extra element, I'd believe that this one would be even better than Chicago. But now we have this extra element, and my worry is is they won't have enough entrances with enough people to do security, yeah. and that's where it's going to be a nightmare. And because they want to funnel their resources to be, yeah, to, to feel like they're expediting the process properly, but it might well, end up uh, making it worse. And then also, like you have to wonder, can they get people to work for them? I mean, that's a big thing now. You know, get yeah. people to work for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially a temporary help like that. I exactly. Mean, yeah. So, well, and you, I just don't know. They've relied on volunteers. They have <laughs> volunteers doing this <laughs> because they give them free passage to the event after their non-volunteer hours. Let me ask you something. Would you volunteer for something where people are going to fucking yell at you? Because yeah. you know there's going to be people pissed that they like, didn't read the stuff and show yeah. up and be like, I don't know what well, well, so, so, I paid $1,000 to be here, me and my When kid, I went right? to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra concert, I, I, I didn't even think to look and see if there were entry requirements. Yeah. It didn't occur to me. And I ran into a guy uh, in the line to even get in the building uh, that I go to church with. And he's like, yeah, we had to go get a COVID test. So I think they were doing rapid tests on site somewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm. so it's, Stella and I are there and I had nothing for her. But luckily I happened to, you know, take pictures of my vaccine cards, cards, uh, because my my third dose is on a separate card and assign it to a note in my phone so I can find it in a split second. And they, the, first of all, the kid who looked at it, I could have showed him a picture of a banana for all he knew. I mean, it oh, could have yeah. been anything. And he's oh, like, yeah. all right, off you go. And that's the thing. They don't have time to do mm-hmm. a 
solid job on this. And I appreciate the concern. I genuinely yes, do. Yes. All I'm talking about at this point right now is the, the logistics of it. Logistics of it. Yeah. And the reality of this happening in a manner. And I realize I fully support any company's right to, to set yes. their policies of fully. Please do not yeah. take this any other way. I feel like I've been a big proponent of safety when it, it involves COVID. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just think that there's a lot of impracticalities to this. And to be fair, what happens in a lot of these events is this is what they'll post that they're doing. But the reality of it becomes not that. But they wrote down that they were so that from a liability standpoint, their hands are clean. Yeah. But they're also talking about using clear as a method of passage. And if you're not, if you don't know what clear is, it's, uh, it, look for it, it's all caps, it, but you'll see it at airports. And yeah. what you do is you pay a subscription for a year. And right now it's 180 bucks a, a year. And you it, essentially, it, it uses biometric identification and ties that to you. So your vaccine card information, your ID and all this stuff, it's all biometrically uh, identification proven, right? And yeah. so in theory, you go through with zero touching. There's would be like a clear lane or lanes you would go through and those would verify you and you'd walk through. Yeah. Now, I have, first, I have firsthand experience with this for the Rose Bowl. That's how we got in the Rose Bowl. Now my my clear pass had lapsed two years ago, but I still had the app on my phone, and you, you didn't have to pay for the boarding stuff. You could still download the clear and put your vaccine card on there, and it costs you nothing. Because my family hadn't had that app when we were going in, and they all downloaded them, uploaded the pictures of their vaccine cards, and that was good enough for clear. And that's how we got it. So you're absolutely right. That's exactly the process. That's how we got into the Rose Bowl. And, you know, there was 95,000 people at that game. So there was a lot more than celebration. And it worked swimmingly. We didn't wait. I mean, we maybe waited like three minutes to get in. And there was so many people. They only had like two entrances. It wasn't like they were what I was talking about earlier, too. So that clear thing, if they do that, I'll be all for that. I'll be quick. I don't understand how they that how that there isn't some kind of government set up version of that to where they have because 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 they have all your information already <laughs> like you know i don't know well, but the, you know there's going to be people complain about that because the government's controlling it you know what i mean yeah, like just yeah. nobody's ever happy in that regard you you say government and information like there's certain group of people that just yeah and they whilst, forget that they have everything about them ever so whilst i agree <laughs> yeah. with that you know I do agree with the the government should ha- be taking care of this. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. And I realized yeah. that the whole Big Brother thing, but realistically, man, I mean, if this is a requirement for passage amongst the people yeah. in this country, the government needs to handle this. Hence why they lifted everything, because fuck well, it. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's, that's, that's what they're doing. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, Wiping our hands clean of it. <laughs> I look at that as, no, like, what you're talking about, Eric or and Luke, I, I look at it as no different than a driver's license. Yes. Or why, why can't it be attached to your driver's license? So they could scan the fucking barcode. Oh, yeah, they got their COVID shots. How is that hard? How is that hard right? to add that extra information? I, yeah. I understand everything at the BMV takes for fucking ever, but, like, 
Come on. Well, like you should well, go and, online and, and submit a scan of your fucking card or something. Well, and not only that, they already have on file your the vaccine code you got. I mean, yes. they know they know you got it. They paid for it. You got it for free. I mean, this is just one little extra thing they could do. Just tie it to your. But that's exactly how they should do the it. Only people, the, the, only people, the only people, the only people should have anything besides their ID to show they have their COVID test are kids who can't aren't driving yet. That's only people yeah. don't, have, don't have IDs. That's what that's that's what they should. That's what they should have. I it's it's, it's so bizarre to me. I've been saying this since like they first started giving the vaccines. Like how is like in the, and when I first got my vaccine card yeah. and it was that that freaking piece of 110 pound index. I'm like I could have faked this at the UPS store in five minutes and made a thousand copies of these. People did. Yeah. I'm my cousin saying, bought dude. one because she was refusing to get vaccine, but she believes in chemtrails. So whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I now oh, I don't even know if I want to get into. Well, this. we don't want to go there. I'm just telling you. I know three or four just, people in my life. I just that love when, that. I just love that that yours. She's like, well, she leaves in chemtrails, so whatever. So <laughs> exactly. So real, real quick. So this came up, man. Now listen, I will fully agree about chemtrails. Yeah, probably. No, no. <laughs> if you believe in chemtrails, I got bad news for you. You're. I would say I'm pretty much willing to put this out there that you're 100% wrong. And I'll tell you why that is. Because of the For huge... For like flat earth. Same shit. The, no, it's the huge inefficiency of it. Yes, if you're right. trying to poison people, there's so much better ways to do that. Number one, water supply. Not in the fucking open air. Yeah, one. there's so much air. And that skinny roll of toilet paper streaming out of the back of a jet <laughs> right. is... A dent. I mean, it's right. not even a dent, man. It's like throwing a toothpick <laughs> at a car and waiting. If I do this enough times, the damage it'll cause will be crazy because it's just ridiculous. What you'd be better off doing is uh, water supply or money. Yeah. Put definitely, something definitely. in the paper of money because whether people use paper money at all or very frequently or not, sometimes they touch it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just yeah. all there is to it. I mean, again, it's like I mean, the I mean, vaccine having something that tracks you and controls you when you have a fucking phone in your hand all the time. Yeah, people are <laughs> people. People have this 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 false illusion of what freedom means. Oh, hang and on, like, I sorry, I got totally sidetracked here with the chemtrails. What I was going to say <laughs> was was that the 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 new the thing right now. And listen, I'm fully willing to admit that there's. It, at least a level of possibility that COVID was man-made. Okay. There's, yeah. it's possible, you know, yeah. recent, recent studies, these, these scientists claim that it was almost for sure came from this uh, Wuhan marketplace. Right. Yeah. Which I believe is also possible. But one of the, there was two studies confirming this, but, but one of the scientists was involved mm -hmm. in both studies. As soon as you publicize that's a fact, <laughs> you've sort of wrecked yourself. Yeah, but what I want to say is the people who are the strongest advocates that COVID was created in a lab and released either on purpose or accident to wreak havoc amongst the people, the people who are the loudest about that, I've noticed a strong correlation that there are also a subsection of the people who have been saying that COVID is a fraud. Yeah. You can't have your cake and poop on it too. Yeah. You you can't those you can't do both. And so it's like, well, why do you even care if it was man-made if it wasn't ultimately a big deal and all the statistics are made up? 
Yeah, or right. they're the, or they're the same people who said that five G was spreading it too. So yeah. I mean, so, I, <laughs> so to everybody who's still left listening to this, listen, the three of you, thank you. Thanks I do so want to apologize for this. Is not we are not trying to soapbox this thing up, man. This yeah. is just. By the way, when he says three, he means three work. million. Just so you know, so I mean, he, he's three just billion. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Three two three billion. He's he's so used to speaking such large numbers that like the idea of a singular number, like like a, like a like a one, like like in the one spot, it's just not quite really. It, yeah, know. it's kind of like when you nah. say large and you yeah. mean a million dollars. It's like yeah, four yeah. large. Yeah. Where yeah. four small is is four uh, half a million dollars, which would be two million dollars. <laughs> But you know, um, for large, yeah. <laughs> depending on depending on how you roll, that's either a thousand, a hundred thousand, or a million. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, anyhow, anyhow, boy, ten thousand. Well, back to celebration. Get much, uh, much of a chance, does it? Nobody cares yeah. about ten thousand dollars. Anyway, back to celebration. I think I think yeah. like ten thousand dollars. Well, I just back to celebration. <laughs> you know, when we talked about the poster, it was like the official celebration tweet went out. And yeah. something they mention is this is the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones, and I just want to know how you guys feel about that. I mean, I'm I'm just I mean I'm just I'm not I don't I think it's fine. I don't know you know what I mean like the it's I I I imagine they'll make about about a big of a deal of it as they made it the Phantom Menace was was not. At oh all. no. Here's what's actually going to happen. Oh yeah, let's right, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> they are going to bring in. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker and uh, Mace Windu and all those people for this panel. They're yeah. going to make it what the Phantom Menace panel, panel should have been. And also, inexplicably, they'll turn the whole thing over to Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I was just going to say. Where he'll talk <laughs> about his new book, yeah. That he hasn't written yet, but you can pre-order because that's what we do with everything now. Yeah, is pre-ordered ahead of time to see <laughs> if anybody finish it, even but pre-order wants it. it. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be the panel. Oh, and they'll also bring George Lucas in. Oh, and they'll also bring in Liam Neeson inexplicably. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, here he is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, and well, via video though, like 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 last time. <laughs> what it'll be is it'll be it'll be just the same video. We'll play it again because we'll right. forget, you know. Oh, he did it again. And then, well, because you know what they're banking Warwick. on that nobody who sat through that Phantom Menace panel will go to another panel. Yes, they're like there. No, there's no way they'll sit through another one of these. Yeah. <laughs> and well, poor I, Warwick Davis, man, he'll just be like, God, why did I agree to this again? <laughs> yeah. So 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 I'm trying to remember. Last time, it was the Phantom Menace. So then the year before that was Empire, right? I well so the the one before that yeah. was uh Wait, no, wait, wait, no. The one it, it would have been Empire the one we we got skipped. Yeah, that was what was weird. We didn't get any kind of Empire panel or nothing. No, 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 no. No, we we were going to the next year. Oh, Whenever, that's right. Yeah. Right? Whenever cuz cuz yeah. that cuz that been 2020, it been 40 yeah. years. So yeah. Yeah. So, do you think they're going to do any kind of like recovery of that? Nah. Because, like, because, like, because, like, the if they do it next year, that's that's Jedi, right? Well, well listen, no, Jedi is eighty three. So, yeah, that'd be next year yeah, if they yeah. do it. That'd be next year, yeah. I I don't know if they'll do one yearly. I can't afford to go every year. That's just, no, me either. Just, this is pretty selfish of me to go 
Yeah, I'm surprised you're going, Eric. To be honest well, with you. it's because uh, I had Luke. Ra- I'm in the same boat, man. I had already toys to go. I had already wrapped up a certain amount of money that getting it back would be problematic. So then it's like, well, now what? If I don't go and spend a little bit more money, then all the money I already spent got flushed down the toilet. <laughs> you this know is what the I'm same saying? Logic is when it's on sale, you're losing money, right? Well, no, I mean it's not though. <laughs> I'm just easy. It's not because you know it's like. Yeah, but you I still bought, bought a, a plane ticket, right? What's that? You still bought a plane ticket or anything like oh, that? Oh, no. Right? I already got all that. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. So, anyway. But, well, yeah, regardless. Well, Dallas, I, I figured, I figured at the at the worst, like, you're, it's not, it's, not that, it's not that you're close, close to L.A., but I feel like you're within driving distance of it. Yeah, so like, that's, so, that's so uh, we're driving. We, we are driving. Dave yeah. Strutt and I, we're going to stop in Vegas and then yeah. hang out there and then. Hopefully Turbo's coming with us still. Yeah. That'll be rad. He's supposed to meet us in Vegas, and then we'll drive him with him. Yeah, well, the rest luckily, of the way. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. Luckily, due to my uh, my non haste in securing uh, uh, housing for this venture, I only, only thing I'm out is my ticket if I don't sell it, which I think I'm going to. But like, it's, you should. I have two people who are like, are you going to sell this thing or what? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, you know, so like. I ha- are are I, you worried about FOMO and you're just going to pull it out no, again? No, no, like no, 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 no. What, what, what it is is I don't want to sell it to him. I don't have it in my hand yet is what I want. Oh, do. feel you. Yeah, 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 I feel you. It's, yeah. it's like I don't I don't want to be, I don't want them like, or I don't, I don't want to sell somebody a promise. Oh, shit. I got to give them an address they can send that shit to. You better update that shit quick, buddy. Yeah, oh yeah, better I better do hurry. that. I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said that because because then it would be forwarded to you, and God knows when that get to you. So, oh, dude. Yeah. Now that we've gone on forever, yeah. Let's jump into some other stuff real quick because I don't want the show to be crazy long. Uh, so uh, there's uh, there's a couple other things like casting news for Cassian, which I haven't gone through enough of this to decide what is confirmed and what's not. So rather than talk a ton about it, what I do want to talk about is one that's basically confirmed, and that is the actor, Jim O'Hare, could possibly have been cast in the season three of The Mandalorian. And the way this came up is is he, you know, he was Jerry on Parks and Rec, for people who don't know. Mm-hmm. He was on Rob Lowe's Parks and Rec podcast. And yeah. he was asking him what he was up to. And he says, well, I can tell you where I've been but I don't think I can tell you what uh, I'm working on. And Rob Lowe mm. says, well, I know what... You, okay, so here it is. I'll just read it to you exactly. So Jim O'Hare says, uh, oh, shoot. I don't know if I'm allowed to say where I am. I can say a state. I'm in a state, New Mexico. I don't know. Before host Rob Lowe chimed in and said, I will say, Jim, I know what you're working on, and it rhymes with the latest installment of Bar Wars. Uh. <laughs> And so, the, 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 <laughs> apparently, the there's... I love the Rob Lowe's like, just fuck you, dude. This is what you're doing, yeah. you son of a and bitch. There's a possibility <laughs> Larry. That, that Jim O'Hare <laughs> yeah. is going to be in The Mandalorian Season 3. Now, listen. I have this all figured out. Jim O'Hare is a pretty beefy guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to turn out. That he's what's his name, Paz Vizsla, right? Oh, yeah. In the blue yeah. arm that, that fought Mando for the uh, the dark saber. Yeah, right. But it's also going to turn out that he's married 
to the armorer, and it's Christy Brinkley. <laughs> oh my God. I love that story arc. That's so what's going to happen. And then, <laughs> me too. Something's going to happen, and he's going to have to. That man has the largest penis. Yeah, I've that's what I was going to say. He has to go see Dr. Mandible <laughs> to get checked for mumps. And Dr. Mandible is going to say, honestly, I, I forgot to even check if he had mumps. I was too distracted by the largest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> So good. God, dude, that would just... I'm serious. If some show at some point doesn't take advantage of that gag with Christy Brinkley, I'd be very disappointed. <laughs> right. I oh, cannot man. forget my reaction to the very first time they revealed that on the show. It was their Christmas episode. Yeah. He's having yeah, a Christmas yeah. party. And they were They're all invited out to Jerry and dinner. And then they yeah. show up at his house because they felt bad. And then when she turns to say hi to Chris... And it's just, oh my God, dude, I look like Adam Scott looked like Ben Wyatt, the face. Yeah. It's like, and I love it later when he asks, he goes, so, so Gail. And Chris instantly says, no, no, I've thought about it a lot. It, def- it defies logic. <laughs> it defies logic. <laughs> Such yeah, a good arc. Don't, don't I even love try that. to understand it. Don't even try. Yeah. But that's so that, cool that, news, man, because that I like that they're, they're doing this. You know, Star Wars has traditionally shied away from known actors, it, yeah. you know, in the in the earliest movies, yeah, they weren't. You know, you weren't going to have a uh, uh, like a Marlon Brando as an example show up in Star Wars. That's just not what you were going to do. You might have some bigger actors, but nobody that's got unless you feel like ruining the production that tons of people <laughs> are talking about. You know what I mean? Cruiser's video being frozen like that's freaking me out right now. Yeah, right. His eyebrows are like way up. Either he's being up, he just fell offline. We'll keep it going. It's not like I hasn't happened with me. Somebody just messaged me on Twitter. Who could it be? Uh, he says, "Good job, dumbass." (laughs) Well, you know. Dallas, here we are. Yeah. It's just you and me. Yeah. I don't really feel like there's a whole lot else to talk about at this point. Not not really at this point. Oh, oh there's he's Cruiser. He's back. I have no idea what happened. No idea. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting here. I love technology. Dude, I'm just sitting I, here. I hope that the wave files are coverable. That'll be super sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still going, right? So, B- but uh, <laughs> anyhow, Dallas and I were just saying, I don't really know that there's a whole lot else left to talk about. Well, we we should mention really quick that the, um what is it? The, uh that that video game, the uh Star oh, Wars Eclipse. Eclipse. Okay, yeah. Because I don't know what this is. So this will be news to me. Well, Star Wars Eclipse, right? It's been under heavy scrutiny because the that the the heads of their company are complete mega like sexist Asshats. douchebags and um chuckle fuckers. Yeah, amongst other things. And so they're saying that a game they announced this year they're now looking to release in 27 or 28. And it's 22. So Amongst this, they're saying it. I don't know why they're even mentioning when they're going to release it because they're 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 struggling to find people to work on it. Yeah, and that's not a good sign. So, um, I mean, Blackout Star Wars Eclipse has been a thing, and you know, rightfully so. Um, and I can't help but wonder 
One, if it's just dying a slow, painful death and they're just unwilling to let it go. I was, I forget, I think it was Hawes that said that they were looking to get a, they weren't able to get a, a, a producer of it or s- some kind of extra uh, team involved to help them release it beyond Star Wars and their group. Like they needed a third party to like produce it or something. And, on top of that, they're how people they can't have my work on it. So I'm kind of surprised, given that everything that get came out, that they haven't just said it's delayed, <laughs> and, right? And now, or and and, I, and delayed meaning they're trying to figure out how they're going to cancel it because like apparently they've been working on it for a couple years already. Oh, really? Oof, I didn't realize that. So I didn't know that either, man. So. I I don't know if that's some kind of strategic thing to try to like skirt past the the bullshit that the the leaders of their company are in. I have no idea, but I can't imagine as their thing. way out without yeah it openly eating the 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 shit sandwich. Yeah, like so, like maybe they're just trying to hope and and that the human brain will forget about it and move on to something else, but. I don't know, man. People were pretty pissed off about that. So um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, and that, that sucks because when, when they announced it, I was excited and I had no idea about the the company. Yeah, same. And, and I had no idea. I was like, oh man, open world Star Wars. Finally. Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then I think no. that's the hardest thing about it for me is open world and first person shooters are my jam. You know what I mean? But really more open world. Like as soon as I get done completing Red Dead, like Eric's totally convinced me to do, I'm become a completionist on that. As soon as I'm done with that shit, I'm going to GTA five to do the same shit. Oh, do do you have a PS five yet? No, I won't have one for a while, man. Okay. So GTA, they announced, they're officially announced that they're putting out a, uh, like the enhanced version of, of GTA five. And they're also separating, GTA and GTA Online into two separate things, which they did that with Red Dead already. You bought Red Dead Online, and unfortunately, you had to download nearly all all the same map content anyway, but um, they split it so that you could get a cheaper thing. But honestly, story mode is where it's all at anyway. Yeah, Yeah. I am still working quite a bit of way through uh, Cyberpunk, and like, Uh I gotta gotta tell you, um, and Dallas, I don't know if you should get it for PS4 if you want to play something else. I, I don't I don't know if it was ever really going to be good for the last gen. And they kind of got stuck right in that gap where they knew mm-hmm. the next gen was coming out. Oh, so you're and, talking about Cyberpunk now. Yeah, okay. Cyberpunk. Sorry. Yeah. So like I they, they were kind of in that gap where they knew the next gen was coming out, and but they had kind of tried to make it work for the 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 gen that we were on, like you know, mm-hmm. the xbox one ps4 era stuff and then mm-hmm. it just it completely fucked them and but like and they got horrible reviews because the game was unplayable for a lot of people and whatever else but they released like the um the next gen updates for it and it is a superb game now it's very fun um every like like every game it has these little hiccups but it's it's pretty smooth the gun the gunplay is really fun the story's fun and all around, all mechanics working really well. And I just started, um, finally, the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which came out like six years ago, five years ago, because, because then the new one just came out. And and it's on PS4 as well. So, like, 
I just started playing it, and I, I'm looking forward to that too. So, but yeah. I think I'll be fine. I'm going to download the Mass Effect series because I've never played them, and I'm sure it'll be fine on PS4. Oh yeah, I got the yeah. that that remastered trilogy, and I played the first Mass Effect. I really dug it. Um, I didn't get as yeah, into it as like you know a lot of people who had um, like fond memories of it versus mm-hmm. me, where it was a completely unknown thing and i want to say this really quick because i know we're going to get off here but i want to say mass effect one is nothing compared to mass effect two so you think i should just play two mass effect one if it it depends how much you care about the story um there's a lot of story elements that carry over mass Effect one Effect two but mass effect two is when they really started figuring what they they made made a bunch of updates and the story was in my opinion better the exploration was better um the mechanics were better but they updated supposedly they updated the mechanics for one to match two so that might not be th- that hmm. different but um mass effect 2 was a one one of the best guys ever played so uh, oh well. so ah. so you know i bought uh guardians of the galaxy when it was on sale and i still haven't even looked awesome at it awesome game but very good so i you know i was i've been playing hitman a lot and um, I was talking to our friend Metsy, and he's been working on a playthrough of Red Dead in story mode. And so I'm like, you know, I kind of abandoned my second playthrough back. And it turned out it was at the very beginning of February. So, you know, it's or I'm sorry, the very beginning of November. God, what am I saying? I don't even know how to do months now. And so four months later, I've decided to jump back into it. And my God, that is a good game. That story. <laughs> we know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Dude. so like even, you know, I play Red Dead Online every day still it, it, to at least get a couple of the uh, the daily challenges. Well, a couple. I always try to get all nine of the releases. But anyway, the amount better that Red Dead story mode is versus online is pretty drastic. Really? Yeah. They, well, because there's more graphic content, and oh and, yeah, yeah. And because they're not, they don't have to do it on the fly, and there's no peer to peer stuff happening. Yeah, you know, like you hear your disc spin, and then eventually you hear it go like because it's everything's loaded. Well, yeah. So, but anyhow, I've been working. I'm still gunning for uh, uh, Elden Ring, though. I want to get that and get into it. I think Cruz. I'd like to play Skyrim. I've never played that. I heard it's good too. I heard that's really good. But well, Cruiser's guys, frozen. yeah, well, hopefully we'll be able to recover Cruiser's file and this will be a viable episode. If not, then this will be an easy edit for me. So <laughs> be sure to follow the bad motivators on Twitter at bad underscore motivators or don't. I don't give a damn what you do. And uh, you can check out T Pelican Redbubble for shirts that nobody's buying anymore. You should buy them, though, because they're neat <laughs> and uh, we could use some money. And also don't forget about it. So, hey, man, you missed the business. Look at this. Oh, take a look. Hey there, mister. Um, is check out <laughs> patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators where you know you can find everybody else's shows on time and my show's late, but they're still going to be out because I've been super depressed. Oh, nothing. Me too. Things I used to, I sleep all the time. Things I used to enjoy, I no longer take, have any meaning. That's some, that's an Andy <laughs> Dwyer thing too. Right yes, out of parts. Yeah, there's the under the glass. So, uh, yep. yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow, there's nothing left to say except this. Sweet man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators and disconnections. (laughs) The bad motivators.